Welcome everybody for the first time to Board Stiff, a tabletop board game review show that gets down and dirty debating the value of one specific game and what's hot in the realm of Kickstarter. Let's get stimulated. All right, guys, here we are, the first episode of Board Stiff. How are we all Woo! doing out there? There it is. Good? All right, we got everybody on this. All right, so what we thought we'd do is we'd run down a, fir- a quick intro of who we are, and then we're going to jump into the um, basics of why we're doing what we're doing here and then get right to it, as promised, as pithy as possible. So we go by uh, our, I guess, uh, I don't know, is it surnames? Not me. I go by Bogue. Who else we got here? You got Will. Johnny. And I'm Chris. Very cool. All right, guys. Um, what we want to first talk about is why we're doing this show, because we've talked many times as uh, gamer friends and so forth about this really important scenario, especially now that we've been uh, uh, cooped up here in the house for a number of months and so forth, is we all love playing online together with tabletop, uh, simulator, uh, what have you, anytime we have a chance to go online. Um, it's awesome. But really, we do want to try to bring our close family into this so we can continue our gaming and so forth because we can't leave. And it really stirred this idea that as we looked around for content online, trying to find something that um, could help us, I guess, um, indulge our other folks, our significant other, right, involved, wife, uh, um, whom have you, your mother-in-law, anybody that's out there trying to bring them into the gaming world. So what we thought we'd do each each time we uh, jump in together, we would actually review a game that actually can or can't make sense uh, for folks to pick up and bring to the table that you know you're going to get kind of, what, non-gamers? Can we agree on that? Um, or limited gamers to play as well. So does that make sense? Any comments? Yeah, well, there's certainly a lot of stuff out there where, you know, gamer so-called experts are telling gamer so-called experts exactly how some intricate mechanic of card play works their new favorite thing which is awesome if you're into card play mechanics which you know some of us probably are but when you're trying to get a game to a table with somebody who's visiting with you or somebody who's never played that kind of game before you know they're not interested in what a neat card mechanic they have you know they just want to know if the game is fun and if they're going to be able to understand it you know yeah well said well it's good like, can you get through the rules explanation before they've left the table, right? That's that's one of the hardest parts. Um, it's funny, like, when you look at a game like Monopoly, I think Wilt was saying before, you, you play Monopoly with um, with some of your family. Um, it's actually not an, a quick game to teach. It's just that we all know it. So people right. say, you know, I'll play a simple game like Monopoly. But, I mean, there's moving and there's hotels and how you put the houses out in a special way. And mm-hmm. there's some mortgage prices. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of the mortgage. I think a game, if uh, if you can get through the first two turns or three turns, if you you know got a general idea of of uh, how to play it from there on out, I think that's the type of game that uh, you know, like the the games we're going to talk about today are just like that. You're you're able to do a couple of turns, watch a couple of turns with the people who know how to play it. Uh, and from there, you kind of pick it up and run with it. So, I mean, those, those are the games that, right. that I enjoy. So, yeah. So, what I think... Yeah, so, I just played Chain. I just played Food Chain Magnet with a, with a friend who's a hardcore gamer. Mm-hmm. And 
that's a game that could never work because if you haven't set yourself up in the first three turns, you are just catching up the whole game. Right. It's a game. Uh, terraforming never- Mars is similar to that. I found too that you could you could fall behind quickly, and it's you know right. you're in trouble after that. So. Yeah. I, I destroyed my family the first few times we played. I haven't won since now that they know how to play. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you guys are smart kiddos there too. Um, yeah. I think the theme though is, and I think we talk about, and I'm sure we'll take some, uh, maybe some questions and stuff down the line as well is, you know, read, if you're going to bring the game to the table, it's obvious you got to know the game ahead of time. You can't be a rules reader at that point, sitting at the table, maybe some updates. Like, oh, I'm not sure what that said and go to it. But if you don't have the game set up and you're sitting down, you crack it open and break out this book, you know, that right away for a non-gamer is going to be like, I'm out. You know what I mean? I don't right. have time or they're on their phone or it's going to be gone. So I think that's important. Same thing so- with my kids. Yeah, they do not want to watch me spend ten minutes setting up the board. Exactly, you got to pre, and I do it every time on a bunch of games we'll talk about, like HeroScape, different things. You just preset it up so that when they come to the table, they're ready to play, and that's kind of the workload that you do, right? To set it up, and as a as a gamer that loves the game and wants your family to play, you kind of uh, create that atmosphere going into it, right? So what we'll do on this show and each show when we review is that we'll take a look at just really two factors on it. One is going to be the simplicity of the game. We'll rate it one to ten, give you a little bit of room in there, right? You know, how easy is it for somebody to sit down after you kind of know it, right, as well, and, and explain it to somebody to be able for them to go, oh, I get it. And I think getting it is, is the first step, right? Much less do I like it or not like it. If you can't get it, you're automatically not going to like it. So understanding right. the simplicity. Of it. And the second one is I call the dust factor, meaning is it something that you they're going to want to bring back out over and over again? You may not want to do it as much, but they want to do it, right? So the longevity of the game how long it it, it, uh, it lasts and it works and everything is going to be important as well to that. So um, I think those are the only two things and we'll go through that as we uh, jump through. So to give you an example, for instance, like simplicity of a game, uh, you know, one would be a go fish or a Yahtzee game, if you will. Right. And now again, a 10 would be, in my opinion, uh, Illuminati um, would be uh, something that is a We have not met a 10. Jump, jump in, jump in with me on the 10. Who do, what do you think's a 10 guys? Complexity. Uh, Agricola. Okay. Yep. Good one. Uh, Axis and allies. Yes. Ooh. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's. I mean, you know me. I'm a simple-minded dude. And sometimes that one even gets to me. I'm like, nope, not happening for me. Much less am yeah. I going to get my, you know, family who's actually probably more intelligent and could play the game better than I. They're not going to want right. to listen to me. If you include fiddliness, we have uh, Lewis and Clark, which is actually a, a pretty fun game, and the family likes it but there's a lot of fiddly bits in it that are easy to forget. Like between turns, you've got to, you move the camp and then you move your scout. And yeah, yeah. if you spend too much time stopping to, um, to set up the next turn and, and you just lose attention and engagement. Great point. A, so that, in that case, that would be higher on the scale of simplicity. Very good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, the second one, when we just, for example, when we talk about the dust factor, the playability, um, you know, these are all uh, judgment calls, right? And based on each individual household and it goes in. So like for mine, you know, a, 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 a one, which is the easiest way to on the table is HeroScapes. Like that day, that game I can bring out every time and some they'll show up to the table to play it, right? So that's a, a good example of, to me, a perfectly, uh, you know, it's a perfect one. Uh, number one for the dust factor. It's always going to be around until I die. Matter of fact, you're probably going to bury me with that game. But 
the uh, the the ten. I don't know what is a ten. They don't make coffins like, that big. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> they don't make coffins that big, folks. <laughs> I do. I got. Since you have every expansion. Crazy. Yeah. Um, well, what do you so, think on a ten? What is a game that um, you, you know that you've seen where it's like, oh, all right, we played at good times and gone. I couldn't come up with one, so I'm being straight up with you guys because I'm a gamer, right? But yeah. I guess I'd have to go look in my closet. I'll tell you one. I'm ready? I'll out. give you one. Dead of Winter, which we'll review in a little bit. Was a, great, <laughs> was a great game. My family played it. They're into the zombie thing and everything, yeah. but yeah, it won't come back out. We did the same thing, and I sold it on eBay and bought a, a new game. So that's actually cool. It's hard for me to think of it because if, if we don't play a game, I'm moving on to somebody who else, somebody else who wants it. Right. And then, right. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, like I just throw it into my closet and, and it stays there because I don't I don't sell anything, unfortunately. But yeah, that's a good point. So, so, so let me ask you about HeroScape. So you called HeroScape a one. Yep. But setup time is significant. Correct. Yeah. So but it's not the same game as one. So in other words, it's, it's simple play. Right. So it goes back to my point of, of what we're not discussing as far as these one or two points is the setup time. Setup time I leave and I want to be very precise is that that is left to the gamer, right? The hardcore game that wants to play, wants to play with his family. It may take two minutes. It may take 30 minutes in my case when I'm building these long stacks of yeah, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I mean? So I don't want to add that into it as another thing because that's the onus on the gamer, I think, to A, read, learn, and also preset. I want to talk about when we get it ready to go, what are the two things that are going to bring them to the table and they say, yes, let's keep playing it, and they become more involved into the game. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. So good question. Good, good thought on that. Okay. So you ready to do it? Segment one, we'll jump in. I don't know if this is even the best one to start with after we've uh, kind of set our uh, premise, but I do want to do it, and we're going to Uh-oh. do this is high- Production value got bought, guys. By the way. Look at that. Bam, bam. Whoa! <laughs> huh? Yep, baby. All right. So, so, by the way, isn't that that what that was like a ten dollar buy too, wasn't it? Oh, dude, I got a crazy deal. We're, we yeah, played this did. at uh, one of our Alcon places. And uh, long story short, yeah, I, I went right to the eBay because I buy everything as soon as I like it. Johnny knows that. Um, and I went on literally like two minutes left in this one. It was like nine ninety nine. Nobody bid on it. I saw, I'll take it. Boop, bought it. Ten bucks. First of all, well, wait. Did we you mention what the game is for those that are on audio only, or did we just reveal no, the box? No, we didn't at all mention what the game was. <laughs> we did. Everybody's like, uh, okay, everyone that's on audio is like, I heard yeah. a lot of whooping. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. This the person in the country to listen to this is going to be wondering what's going on here. Right. Good point. Well, actually, that would have looked like the title at the top of the episode. Know. Right. All right. It's Josh <laughs> Wings Firefly The Game. The Game. Find a crew. Find a job. Keep flying. That's how it goes. With All a right. box full of beautiful people. It really, oh my God, isn't it ever? <laughs> all, all of them are, and even the dudes, I'd be like, hey, no, just kidding. Yeah. All right, so let's Pretty talk nice. about this a little bit. Huh? Um, let's, let's, what I wanted, first of all, I want to ask the question before um, we do this, and I think there's some real value to this, especially because we're talking about families now. How important is it for them to watch the series before playing this game now? I actually think Good it's question. important based on our thematic and what we're doing in this. In this Super act. huge. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I might be, I might be, Spoiler alert, but game not worth playing if you do not understand what's going on in the universe. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know either, but that's yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I've out. never seen it. Uh, Wilts, jump in. Yeah, I've never seen the show. We played this at Alcon back in February. I fell in love with the game. Um, I do want to, I am going to watch the series, but uh, 
I don't think you necessarily need to know the series to enjoy the game. Um, right. But, but I think you would probably that. enjoy it more. Gamer, right. So right. we're now saying, how do we, would your wife do that? Right. Would, right. Would yeah. Come and play it without watching the show. Yeah. I don't know. The primary yeah. selling point of this game is that moment when you flip over some cards and you know, oh, it's Kaylee. I love Kaylee. There she oh, is. She yeah, can be yeah, on my ship. Kaylee. Right. And three wrenches. Well, because of course Kaylee. Kaylee. But you know, yeah. 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 Right. Okay. But the same I, I thing's true so. if it's you know, uh, I'm trying to think who else shows up in the decks. But you know, River Tam comes up. Oh, not really a great card because she's so crazy. But I'm gonna take it because it's River and she's awesome. Oh, you know, she's got crazy eyes. I love it. She's got crazy eyes. She's got crazy everything. Yeah. She's crazy. Right, so I think. I think if, if you know the series, it takes a slightly above average game because I think it's above average and it's just and makes it a, a great game because when River comes up, you can go, it totally makes sense that you don't know what you're going to get out of her until you roll and you yeah, see right. what you get. Yep. Oh, she makes, went back to the ship. Yeah, that's typical. Just when I needed it, her. It makes <laughs> sense that Kaylee is three wrenches and you can re-roll because she's so good at what she does, right? And the yeah. The... The mechanics and the theme tie together so well. Right. Uh, so so that we agree, makes it a great game for me. Yeah, so we agree then in this case, even though, Will, to your point, absolutely. So for a gamer, I find that you're right. It's I think it's a great game. As he said, it's above average game, which means an average gamer would like the game no matter what, if they saw it or not. I would agree with that 100%. The question then is where we are right now. I th do you think that you have to, and we, I think we're agreeing then, and I want to hear your wills. Do you think then it, your wife has to watch the series before she would play that? Uh, I, I think, think it's certainly going to help. Enjoyed the, yeah, I think if she enjoyed the series, it may coax her into playing it. Right. Yeah. I, but, yeah. I, I'm not sure I'm quite with you that this is an above average game, to be perfectly honest. Okay. I, mean, I, think it is. I, I own it. I love it. Um, yeah. I have played it, and I was eager to play it again when we kind of reviewed it the other day. Um, but having played it again, I remember why it's been so long since I took that box out of my closet. Really? Yeah. It's, if we played, so so first we played, we kind of almost played with all the expansions because it was a tabletop simulator and you information had to, overload. Right. But if we played the game tomorrow, we'd get four turns in in the time it took us to do a half a turn because we, right. we got past that learning momentum, I think. So, right, but that's exactly the activity you're going to have to go through with every new person who plays this okay, game. Okay, so that's unless what you've played it that, six times in a row. Right. So in that case, it, and we'll we'll rate it here in a second. I have a feeling that's going to be a, a major uh, piece of it. Is that um, you know the the thing we start talking about it is the depth of the game on those turns, right? And and to get things yeah. started and running because we can always talk about the like you know the valley as a gamer, gamers talking to gamers like the customization of the uh, the ship, how awesome that is, which it is, I believe. You know what I mean? Yep. The, the RPG type of feel and setting of it, you know, because you get a crew and you're you're developing everything. That's awesome, but it's not something that a non gamer is going to kind of quickly relate to right on that mm -hmm. and they're gonna be like okay that's kind of cool i got this ship but i got all these cards versus yeah, what, what, us looking at it as it's an expand or it's like you what know, does plus one wrench mean what is this important am i ever going to need this feature i mean even a person who's a gamer and an optimizer a min maxer kind of gamer um the game is kind of overwhelming because you don't really know what your objective is i mean yes there's a card that physically yeah. tells you what your objective is but you don't know 
I need nine wrenches and I need to roll a thing. Okay. Is that easy to do? Is that hard to do? How long is it going to take me to build up my crew and my ship to get to a level where I'm going to be able to achieve that objective? Um, So I think, uh, I, first of all, when the, when the game is on the table, I think it's a thing of beauty with all of those cards and the gorgeous in it. I mean, we've got pictures from Houston where it's, I mean, the entire table's full. Um, and I like the game because you, you pick up speed in it. In other words, yeah, when you're first learning it, okay, it's a little slow. But it's a game where I can be doing action while everybody else around me is doing their turn. In other words, I can go search the, the, the store or the shops and I can, you know, I can. So I, I, that's why I think the game. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah, you to do, or it'll take eight hours forever. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, we played forever and didn't come close to finishing. I don't think we played right, which is, tabletop again, and finished. Outside of that, right? And we'll do yeah. it. We need to rate that on it. But, but yeah. did you have but, fun? Because uh, I mean, if I you had spent four hours, yeah. and well, we didn't want to leave. We didn't want to. We spent more than four too. I think because yeah. we were supposed to clear out of there. Yeah, seven hours. We could have gone another five. I yeah, and enjoyed it, right, Johnny? Um, what were you gonna say? Um. Oh, so those, so those things Chris mentioned and Will's mentioned, you know, the, the, it's tough to finish it and you don't know how to optimize and you kind of don't know what you're going to get. I love the game for those reasons. Because yeah. um, your family, what would your family do that, right? Well, that, that's a different question. So I, I call it a love average yeah. game. I love a game where I do plan ahead and then everything I plan falls apart. But it's so great in the story that like, Okay, I've got all my wrenches and all my guns, and I went and I'm gonna go look for trouble, and uh, I'm gonna talk my way out of it. Crap. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or it, it's full I don't care of. If I lose. Other player intrigue as well, too, because another yeah. player can really hammer you with the reavers, and you know they can really take oh, yeah. you out of your stride on, on exactly. where you thought you were going, and you know. And so turn we it stopped into playing last night, right at the point where. I moved Reavers onto the other two guys' ships. So the first turn when we pick up again is going to be these guys getting attacked by the Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, all right. So um, as we start, let's talk about it. So if we do a rating on that, okay, in the simplicity on a one to 10, I'll go last. Uh, we'll start Johnny, Chris, and then Wilkes. What do you guys think? What do you give it? From a one to 10, I give it a, I give it a solid seven. Okay. Remember, I'm reading games I've played. I haven't played super complex games just because I, I shy away from them because I don't. So one Wait, is are you rating just the simplicity? Yeah, so one is the One being easy, played, 10 being? And 10 being the hardest okay. game you've ever played, right? Where he says about a seven, right, uh, Johnny? For me, it's about a seven. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Chris? Yeah, I think that's about right. I mean, it's it's certainly not a super technical game. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of rules, there's a lot of interactions, there's a lot of cards, you know, so when you're first learning the game, you're doing a lot of reading, you know, this is definitely not a game for people who do not read well, Um, you know, you're, you're picking up cards, you're figuring out what they mean, there's a lot of thinking going on, Um, but the mechanics of the game are actually pretty simple. I mean, it's, you have basically three or four resources that you're managing. You know, you have your, your three attributes that you're using to do your tasks. And then you've got your fuel and parts that you're carrying on your ship. I mean, there's a couple of commodities and whatnot, but they don't necessarily play into the game. You don't have to carry fugitives. So, you know, it's not, you know, this isn't Puerto Rico. This isn't stone age. I mean, it's, it's not that complicated. Um, Yeah. 
so yeah, I think, I think seven, I mean, it's, All right. it's certainly not a game you can explain in 10 minutes. Right. Um, okay. So seven, which makes it tough to bring to the table. I get it. Wilts, what do you think? Yeah, I would, I would probably give it around that as well. I think uh, once you know it or once you've played it once, uh, I think it becomes pretty easy as far as mechanics, like Chris was saying, but uh, you know, when you first start, everybody's having to watch the guy who knows how to play it, kind of watch what he's doing. Um, yeah, and that can take some time. So yeah, right. I'd say right around six or seven. About a seven. Okay. So we got seven, seven, seven on that. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm willing to go with um, when I say if they watch the series, right, and, and actually involved in it, which is I kind of I guess a prerequisite of what we're talking about here. So we'll agree if you don't watch a series at all, you shouldn't even bring it to the table. So if you bring it to the table after watching the series, or at least the first episode and the last episode, which are both what, movies, aren't they? About two uh, two hours long. You, um, I actually drop it down to a six and for, versus you guys because I do think that if you are you do your prep ahead of time you know the game like you guys are working through it yourselves right understanding yeah. like you know the game it does take that two or three but then it's pretty a simplistic type of game so i do think yeah. it does kind of fall in there so if you got a if you got some heady uh relatives and only you know you know what i mean it, it, um does your kid drool or does he does he know his math is, is it is there an opportunity for the the family to get it and, and dive in if they're that kind you're going to love this game and it, i think you can even drop to maybe a four but if it's something that they're more used to like the straight very simplistic type of games then it's going to push it definitely up uh to an eight so i'm trying to do the average there and say that six would make would make sense on that yeah, yeah and you got to have a lot of space for the game too it's so. a big game if all, <laughs> if all you're dealing with is yeah, a little coffee table. You know, that's almost yeah, another. That's almost another yeah, entire exactly. uh, uh, game. Yeah. You know, what yeah. spatial do you need on it, right? And the yeah. expansions double the size of the board, basically. Yeah. Well, that's so, the thing about know, the board. That's it's horrible. enormous. Yeah, I mean, honestly, with a basic set and the board, you know what I mean? It's actually doable. But you know, you start expanding the board out, and then you start looking at it, going, "Okay, now we're only three of us playing." Well, the, you know, yeah. they're a million miles away from each other. It changes the whole dynamic of the it's, game as well as you go through it. I mean, so, even the basic game is needs a lot of table space because not only do you need the board but you need to have what eight nine decks of cards and right. their discard piles that are all uniquely laid out not scrambled together you know you play right. it on tabletop simulator you don't really care what happens to all those discards or right. cards that get removed from the game right. because you don't have to clean it up later but you right. know when you're playing with your own set all of that yep. stuff has to stay sorted you need a place to put the cards that you're not using anymore and then you exactly. all have these little ship boards so yeah it's a that's so, a big real estate game all right so we got seven 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 six on that um last one is the uh dust dust uh factor if you will if um, this is something that they do get into, right, and you do bring it to the table and they love and play, what do you think? Is it going to be something that's going to be played often? Is it worth the value of buying? Let's start with you, Wilts. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely buy it. I don't know how often you'd play it just because of the length of time I think it would take to finish one. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that shouldn't, frankly, to me, that shouldn't stop you from buying a game, right? Yeah. Um, some of the best games, you know, have to be put down and picked up the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would say it's a, I would say it's an eight or ten on should you buy it or not. All right. So, well, so uh, tens being don't buy it, one being definitely. Oh buy well, it. well, you I didn't tell me that. You got right down the ground rule. <laughs> Usually, a one is bad, right? Why did we change it? I don't know why I changed it up that. How way. many Fergusons do we need to rate this on? <laughs> <laughs> you never hear anybody go. We're number ten. 
you know, so. Yeah. yeah, that's why I did it that way. So I don't know. Maybe that's not right. So. But you think it's high up. So like a three or four then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I would definitely buy it. Um, cool. Okay. So we got a three to four out of Wilts. What about you, Chris? Um, so what did we decide? One is very buyable. Ten is not very buyable. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go higher than Wilts on this one. Um, I own the game. I've owned it for, I don't know, since before it changed owners, you know, that was making it. We've played it maybe twice. Um, I, if, if the if the ranking here is dust factor, this game has collected a lot of dust. Right. You know, um, right. So I would say great game to play at a buddy's house. Um, don't, don't bring it home. So I'm going to give it a seven or an eight, unless you're really gung-ho about the concept the of Firefly, which I am. Right. You know, the probably not going to see right. a lot of table time. Gotcha. All right, Johnny? Yeah, um, here's a weaselly answer. It depends on the family. Yeah. I have now a 16 and I plan to <laughs> sit with them and watch Firefly soon. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because they're not old like, enough yet. <laughs> well, they're old enough. They, oh, they plenty old. My, sorry, my family isn't old enough yet. Uh, but come my on, kids are, turn them early. And, and, and they, they can handle the complexity, and I think they'd appreciate the, the thematic ties in. Ties in? Ties in. Ties in? That works? So for my family, it's probably a higher likelihood of buying than, say, Chris's with younger kids. Or Yeah. Um, Very good point. Okay, so it's, yeah, based on the age. Um, I mean, let's face so, the reality that a game of Firefly takes longer than the entire produced work of the Firefly universe. True. That's true. So the other factor for the other factor I consider when the and, and sort of a sub factor in the dust factor is when I say, hey, let's play a game and I get the teenage boys to put down their devices and say, OK, I don't have work. Let's play a game. I don't have 45 minutes to set up a game. Uh, yeah. Window is about an hour and a half from setup until until they're, they're out. Yeah. So for that factor, it's not one I would invest in because I we need to be into the game and playing it in five minutes. Okay. Terraformers, we love, and it's about the same complexity, I think, but we all know it and we sort of set it up on autopilot. Yeah. We do the same color every time. We know where the decks go, and we're we're set, we're set up and playing in five minutes. Gotcha. All right. Good this stuff. one you can't get there unless you buy inserts and right. and, and all the craziness. Cool. So I made it. All right. Well, so that's that's it. So I mean, I, I guess we said we got a three. Uh, a three. We got a reverse seven, eight. What was yours, Johnny? Which is the most viable number? Ten or one? I forgot already. I know one is the best. Uh, it's uh, plays every day. We're, we're measuring on amount of dust, so ten is the most <laughs> yeah, dust. Yeah, ten inches of dust. Ten inches of dust. One inch inches of dust. dust yeah. <laughs> we should keep this international. I give it one centimeter of dust. Ooh, one. Nice. So, so he loves it. Bring it out all the time. I love it. I think I could get it out with okay. uh, with the boys. Right. So it's all over the board. I'm just going to leave it with. Um, uh, to me, it really does come down to when you watch uh, have them watch it the series if they're into the series love the series and talk about the series buy the game and make it happen if they yep. don't love the series or it was, eh, it was nice you know it's another binger right on netflix or it was i think it's on hulu or whatever then no and then don't don't invest the money even if you do get a great deal at 10 bucks a whack don't buy don't don't bother with it because it's not going to see mm -hmm. the day 
So, all right, good stuff. Going back now. Uh, and that's, let's the, say you've got it on tabletop too, so you can play it on tabletop for. Yeah, for you could try it. That's so, a good point. You could try it on tabletop to see if it works. If it's if it's the. As know, a side comparison, that. have any of you played the Star Wars Outer Rim game by Fantasy Flight? It looks really similar in style to Firefly. Yes, it is. I mean, actually. I know maybe I mean, this is a spoiler for another episode, but yeah, I'm curious whether that universe being significantly more fleshed out than the Firefly universe, because like I said, there's all of 12 hours of Firefly content in the universe, right? Right. Yeah. You know, it's a is great it, question, man. And I'm, you know me, I was always a fanboy of uh, um, Fantasy Flight games. Oh, yeah, we all love Fantasy Flight. But I have not played that one. Um, and the only one I've played that's briefly that I want to play more of is that uh, Armada, Star Wars Armada. But again, that those games to me are something that are really deeper, you know, geeker games and bringing it to the table for the family. I don't know if that one um, would rank up there. But to your point, I'm sure there's a lot more uh, easy association and quick association because all, yeah. all the kids have seen Star Wars. Star Wars, Wars is a lot more embedded, of, particularly yeah. with younger people. Right, exactly. Right. Everybody knows who Darth Vader is. You don't need to tell him he's the bad guy. Exactly, right. yeah. So maybe you're right. We can take a look at that as, a, as an option, right. too. So. Just as an interesting if, if there's not a game like that, there should be. Because I think in that that Firefly-type game, but with the Star Wars universe, would be a blast. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I, I think, I mean, having not watched a lot of reviews on it, but seeing you know, read up on it a little bit, it looks an awful lot like that's what they were going for with this game. I mean, yeah, it's got right. little sectors, you have little ships that you customize, you fly around, you hire heroes, you do yeah. missions. You know, it looks a lot like Firefly the game set in the Star Wars universe. Right. Which, it's a Firefly the game minus the licensing. is what. It yeah, exa- right. well, with yeah, different yeah. expensive licensing. Yeah, yeah with more expensive yeah. licensing. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. Yeah, with yeah, with yeah. licensing that isn't expired. Through that, so all right. Um, so that's the the review for Firefly this week. Each week we'll come back with a different one. Quickly, segment I want to bring up because I do find it to be amazing. Um, the place to start looking for games if you don't see one that's already out there, and we'll hit um, all these different games each and every uh, time we jump on, talking about what's playable and just lost my thing. Um, what's playable and uh, for the family and what's interesting, but is uh, Kickstarter. So Kickstarter actually, I, I keep up with that and watch, and I'm really impressed with the amount of games that are coming out. And I will tell you that a lot of games and a lot of these designers are looking at what we're talking about, meaning, you know, as much as you can go deep into these crazy, you know, 140, uh, um, th- well, uh, for instance, I just bought myself into that um, uh, Frosthaven, which I think just broke the ultimate record for the most funded game ever at, at 12 yeah. something million dollars. I bought it. Yeah, the record set by Gloomhaven three yeah. years ago or whatever it was. Yeah, they beat themselves, right, <laughs> at it, but it's In crazy- a box that's yeah. bigger than my car. It is, it, the weight of it, it's like, I think I'm spending like a half a fortune just on the shipping to get it to me. Um, but it was an incredible game designed for gamers, right? Designed for people that want that kind of role-playing experience. It was designed for people that played Gloomhaven. Yeah. No, I mean, well, what, why make Gloomhaven became so popular is it was, it was really every positive thing you could pull out of a dungeon crawl or like a R, or RPG game when you sit down and play Dungeon Dragons, but with a really confined and well-set-up um, uh, path for you to take. So you're a Gloomhaven fan is what I'm getting uh, out of this. 
Well, because I didn't enjoy it. Played it? I can't. You've I never played it. How can level. you comment if you haven't played it? Well, I can comment because <laughs> I, I do nothing but reviewing on this stuff and looking at the, what the reviews are. And these people are talking about how amazing it is to be able to play the game. That the characters yeah. you can develop the characters just like your own and really it are your own. Um, there's just like uh, Dungeon Dragons where you can come in and out of uh, with death, and if you lose a character, yep. you bring another character in. There's a lot the of people cool who love it. Love it. My point being though is that's the opposite on some of the stuff on Kickstarter that's out there, that there's a lot of designers out there that are really saying, look, that's great, right? Those are great games for those hardcore gamers, but let's bring out this game. And that's why I think you see like a Wingspan, why it took off and became so popular, even though I haven't played that either, I've done a lot of review and looking at it, is that it's because it could come to the table, right? And be able to uh, provide um, uh, a fun uh, experience for anybody that, uh, quickly as it goes through. Anybody played um, Wingspan or know um, the detail on it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Is Chris frozen or is he just <laughs> I can't tell. No, I know, he's, he's, got frozen. The, he's got that look on his I face. Like, it's like he's staring at you unforgivingly. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. And it's yeah. gone. Hey, um, you got pissed yeah, off we, that you were reviewing a game you hadn't yeah, played. Yeah, must be. I don't know. It's like, I'm not it's here. Not this here. show's horrible. There's no, there's no backing um, <laughs> I'm not yeah. associating myself with this garbage. <laughs> right. So, but you do. Yeah, Wings, um, Wingspan's awesome. Oh, now Bogue's um, frozen. No, no. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Wings right, is fantastic. Back. If you haven't played it, you, you, we have it on Tabletop Simulator. I bought the... Um, there's a, a you know DRM a, a license which is interesting because that was the only one I've seen that you have to pay for right there's a few licensed versions on there um yeah we could do a whole episode well, yeah I know right right so, simulator right right tell me about it so I mean, well, I, I mean and so when we talk you about know, I feel like I'm stealing when it comes to that I said I feel like I'm stealing when it comes to that tabletop sim simulator yeah right all those so, great games and don't pay a dime I'm of two minds I've only played games on there where at least I own a copy of the game. So in that respect, mm -hmm. the have gotten some, uh, some of your money. Yeah. That said, um, if the, if it was developed, um, you know, by a software engineer that did the coding, they're not getting compensated if I'm getting a free version, but right. um, it, it's a tough one. That's a tough one. I haven't played any of the free ones that I don't already own. And if they're able to purchase, I, I buy the licensed one. Gotcha. So. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, it's well worth the, the, the money and stuff like that. It's a great um, um, mechanism, right? Tool to learn the game and play and teach others as well on it for sure. Um, and it's interesting because we're, there's conversation about the Kickstarters where when they come out, people are actually now starting, and you're seeing this, starting to convert their games to the tabletop first to get the interest and people doing it and then buying it to your point johnny's like you know well if it's on here do i buy it well most of the gaming world will because they want the physical copy of it right yeah um to do it but i don't yeah. know um you know if that'll be a continuing trend or just something that's that's yeah, the online version's interesting it's good to connect with people far away like you guys but a game like firefly it's kind of hard to play yeah because yeah. it's so you have so much you're trying to look at at once right so, oh, he's back. Well, when they come out it. with the touchscreen, 65-inch Samsung touchscreen, you know, monitor that you can, that, that would be ideal for a game like that. But it is tough on your laptop screen when you're trying to, you know, scroll across the whole universe. But 
Uh, back to Kickstarter, that stuff amazes me. So, for example, on Frosthaven, they had a goal of a half a million dollars, and they're almost at 13 million bucks already for this thing. Right. It blows me away that they, they gain that kind of money. Um, and well, I think right. the highest so, priced box is what, $260? For both the of them. Highest buy in. Right. Yeah. That's right, a pretty if you're amazing a game, number. Yeah. If you're a game store, you might have bought 100 copies. Right. True. Yeah, that's right. right. Well, they so, never have to sell a single copy to turn a huge profit on this. So, far. Right, so in the case of something like that, right, they're using it as a pre-order system. They, they could yeah. have just invested the money right. and sold it and they sold it. Yeah. It's Why? different than... If I, can get somebody to get, if I can get somebody to get me $14 million before I even go to the printer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's an interest-free loan. It really Be is. on the lookout for Detecto Spy 2020 because it's going to be a huge one. We just need an artist that can uh, draw up some pictures for us. And, you well, know. that's the point, though, right? Well, it's, it's different than somebody saying, hey, I've got an idea for a game and I'm a person. And, right. You know, so I, I kickstarted a game that's that's just got funded for, uh, it's called Tipping Point. It's, a, it's you know, a, a build, build your... Um, you know, build your little town of your people and with their powers and things. And it's an ecologist, I think, or environmental scientist who had a great idea for a game and he's made a couple of games, but he's not a multi-million dollar right. red game company using it as a pre-order system. It's He's truly kickstarting yeah. the game. Yeah, he's That's trying to get it going, yeah. So what we'll do is with the Kickstarter stuff, I guess we're mentioning is that we'll take a look before we jump onto these and uh, uh, put another one out that will talk about, you know, what are some of the Kickstarter games that you think are viable for the table, specifically under the uh, the concept of, you know, would it come to your in-law? Would your mother-in-law play? Would your wife play? Is it something you can bring to the table? Is it simple enough? But is it, uh, you know, something that would have playability? And if so, then yeah, let's, we support going out and kickstarting and supporting it because I think that's that's a big uh, piece of this as well. So, um, all right, cool. So I think we just wrapping up the show there, folks. That was a good uh, first one that we ran through. We promise to be as pithy as possible as we try to, um, you know, figure our way through this whole first episode on it. Um, so any uh, other comments? I know we set up, um, it's, um, board, it's boardstiff.info is our uh, site. You can check it out. It's a little more detail on us. If you're just listening or in and out of what we're doing here, you can always uh, comment. Is it um, your voice about, being uh, husky? What's that? Does it have, you know, 40 hours of your voice being husky? Yes, it does. You're going to hear it soon again, baby. It's his bug. here with you today. Um, Boardstiffgamer <laughs> at gmail.com. Boardstiffgamer at gmail.com best we can come up with you want to email us send some stuff uh questions in as well as we get this thing launched and to friend, most likely friends family if we even have uh, uh the whereabouts to do that so um we appreciate it um checking us out listening you know each week or when are we doing this every what month we say every three weeks or so what are we, are we committing to this i'm thing? ready to go again i got two hours worth of content just from this conversation <laughs> and all the stuff i wanted to talk about how about tomorrow right. let's keep it going every day morning every morning for coffee that's what we're doing. It's a coffee talk. <laughs> we're doing coffee talk board games, right? Good stuff. All right, Mr. Chris, sorry we can't see you right now. I don't know what you did. You got like five systems going here. I keep trying to bring yeah. you Yeah. All right. Well, we, uh, we got you in most of it. We appreciate you joining. Like I said, we'll all come back here. We'll do another uh, review. We'll set that up, probably put it up ahead of time is what we're going to talk about and uh, go from there. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for jumping on. Cool. Peace. Right. Game safe. All right, game safe, right? Let's get stimulated. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye, guys.